Curse and Blessings, ABC, Big Jish, last name Kendall. Welcome. Thank you for coming out to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. I'm Manny Garavito, your host, where I go live every single day-ish to talk to the people of Miami about anything you guys want. So if you guys want to jump in on this one, please be my guest, because the question for today is, how much money is too much? I think Lil Wheezy F. Baby said it best. Too much money ain't enough money. You know the feds are listening, so what money? (laughs) <laughs> I know Instagram patrol is listening. What money? Uh, what's up, Van? What's up, uh, Carmine Warren? How's it going? It's going well, man. Happy Monday, everybody, for those tuning in. In case you guys are brand new, uh, we do this every day-ish. I've been, I've been getting better at it these last few weeks. What's up, Jim, Jim Bolaya? Um, so let's talk about money, guys. Uh, your boy has been contemplating the philosophy of money uh, recently. Right. Because let's think I want you guys to really answer this question in the chat. Participate. okay? the more you participate in the show, the better it is. If just they're staring at me and you're not interacting, it's no fun. Right. It's almost like some guy that has schizophrenia just talking to himself. So do me a solid. How much money would you like to make in your lifetime? Just go ahead and put it in the chat. Any amount you want. okay? how much money do you want to make in your lifetime? And don't worry, this isn't some network marketing thing. Well, I have I got some news for you. If you subscribe for just $2,000 a year, I'm going to go ahead and sell you a timeshare in Malibu. Um, so for me, you know, as, as my business grows, as I develop as a person, right, as my heart gets bigger and bigger, I want to start understanding, like, how much money do I want to make in my lifetime? Carmen Warren specifically says he wants $54 million. Now, what would you do if you had $54 million? See, look, ABC is a little more, uh, has a little more humility. See, he's down with, I'll be good with 5.5 million. <laughs> Let me blow the first 500,000. And then after that, I still got 5 million to work with. All right, fair comment. 69 mil, nice. Argente, 1986, welcome. How much money do you guys want to make in your lifetime? Because look, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Um, you got to have a plan to like, if money comes your way, you, you got to know what to do with it, right? Uh, I just want enough money for bends on rims and an efficiency shared with a rooster and an iguana. Uh, that is if the rooster doesn't get to the iguana first or does the, or does the iguana get to the rooster first? Either way, you're going to have to be a mediator for those two animals. And hey, at least you got plenty of money to do that with. <laughs> you got plenty of money to handle that situation. You just buy a new one. Whoever dies first, I'll just replace you with another one. All right, you got to have a plan because I wonder, like, if someone were to offer me as much money as I wanted, like, how much would be enough? Because I don't want to fuck up and ask for too little. Like, oh, no, I'll be good with a million. And then, like, three years later, I'm like, damn, I should have asked for more. What the fuck was I thinking? I, you know, and you got to be specific with the number. You can't just, you know, if a genie were to pop up, you'd be like, uh, yeah, I need a million dollars. I want to be a millionaire. All right, so here's a million dollars. Oh, no, no, I meant, like, more than a million. More than a million. No, don't leave, right? Uh, about two million, one to trick, one to flip. <laughs> All right, let, let's, let's get more specific. What would you flip? When you chase numbers, it's never enough numbers are infinite. But you got to have a plan. Because if you don't... All right, so like if I were to be like a billionaire, 
I wouldn't know what to do with that much money. You know what I'm saying? I would, if I, if I had a, if a billion dollars were to land my way, I would probably fuck up. Now, if I had a million dollars, I'd probably do some cool shit, right? I'd buy a house, right? Help my family out a little bit, right? Clear them from debt or whatever. Buy myself a nice car, go on vacation, and I'm good, right? But if I had a billion dollars, I'd do all that and still have 99.9% of my money left. I would do some evil shit, man. You know what they say, money's the root of all evil. But the, the thing is, that's such a misnomer because it's not money that does the evil shit, right? Money's not going out there buying drugs. It's you. You with money, you being evil with money makes you do evil shit when the money comes around, right? Like I'm beginning to believe that as human beings, before we get money, we need to have a psychological assessment. (laughs) Just the same way, like before before you're able to own a gun, Okay, you got to take a test. You got to make sure you're not crazy. It's the same thing. They should do the same thing with money, right? You got to make sure you're psychologically stable to get a whole bunch of money. You know, you go and it'll probably help out businesses too. You know, the HR department will be like, how much are you asking for? 60K annually? All right, well, according to your psychology test, we're going to have to whittle it down to 20K a year. (laughs) Hey, man, we saved your life. 40K more, you would have been out there buying drugs, cheating on your wife with sex workers. We saved your whole marriage. Hell, you might start a family with this. Go ahead and enjoy those 20K a year and do some, some solid shit with it. Do responsible things 20K a year. Because you could be living a good life making 20K, but once that 40, 60, 80K comes in, that's when you start doing some evil shit. You got some more disposable money to go out there and fuck it all up. <laughs> What's this crack all about? Let me smoke some of this crack and see what the hype's all about. I got extra money. Yeah, let me buy it. 20 bucks a crack. You only need 10 to get high, but I'm rich. I make 60K a year. Let's smoke this rock. You smoke one $10 rock too many, and then you're fucked up. All because you wanted to make 60K a year. Carmen says, lottery winners always go bankrupt. Flip the other mill by investing to make residual income. If it does come, right? Facts, money shows you, shows the real you. That's right, 24 million, do whatever I want. Total 54 million. Okay, so you want 30 million to live off of and 24 million to fuck up. See, but those 24 million that you're gonna be out spending all willy-nilly could be fucking other people's lives up. You know what I'm saying? You know, you could be married with children. Next thing you know, 24 million comes in, it's a, a home record now wants to be a part of your life. Right. Fuck your family just because you had an extra 30 mil. <laughs> uh, look, son, I love you to death, but daddy came up. All right. So uh, I'm going to have to get out of here. <laughs> so see, this is this is why I asked this question, because philosophically thinking. You know, sometimes making too much money is not always the answer. Right. You, you want to make just enough to get the livelihood that you're meant to live. It's the same thing with winning the lottery before you, and you got to take like these assessments. I think you got to take like, because the thing is, man, random people getting random money. I don't think that's a smart move. I think what you're supposed to do is like, like when you play the, the lottery, just because you know how to bubble in numbers and scratch off foil on those little scratch offs or whatever, doesn't make you adequate to handle the money. If you do win, right. Just the mere fact that somebody paid a dollar 
and won 50 million off the Monopoly scratch off. That's kind of scary. Like somebody just has to pay a dollar, scratch off the tinfoil and win 50 million. How about, how about you answer a few like uh, intelligence questions instead of scratching off or, or filling in the bubble? I mean, it already looks like a Scantron, right? Whenever you go play the lottery, <laughs> it's a Scantron sheet. So you might as well like take a little assessment, right? Every time you, 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 you go on there, you got to handle like a couple of FCAT questions before you, you bubble it in. They're like, all right, question number one, according to the Pythagoras theorem, <laughs> you'd be there sweating, just be like that, fuck. <laughs> it's already a scantron sheet as it is bikes 1217 says can't trade your health peace of mind for money you will be miserable exactly so if you had an extra million like let's say you just needed a million to live good but then when you get two million you're then getting a little cocky right you got that million out of the way now you got another one now you're gonna go out and fuck up your whole life right you're gonna get fat an extra million dollars can get you obese Think about it. You got a million to get yourself comfortable. Then the extra million will get you obese. You know, you go to the Cheesecake Factory one too many times. You know, the higher your IQ, the more chances you have to win the jackpot. Exactly my point, Kirsten Blessings. That, I think that's how you bring up the education system in America. Why don't you do that? How about America, in order for you to get a lotto ticket, you got to do like some intelligent shit. How about that, America? That'll fix the whole fucking economy. You know, you got a 4.0 GPA. Here's a lotto ticket. You, you got a chance to win the Florida lottery. <laughs> yeah, that's the answer to the education system. You got a 4.0 GPA. They, they're going to they're gonna give you a Scantron sheet, and it's going to be you picking the lotto numbers. <laughs> Congratulations, Sam. You passed the FCAT. Here's a lotto ticket. Go ahead, man. Pick those numbers right. Carmen says, uh, Alex and Rada Toth hit the 13 million jackpot in, jackpot in Florida in 1990. First of all, I don't know why people are putting their name out in public like that. All right, that's the worst thing ever. I would never want to be known if I ever hit the, the lotto. All right, I don't want to hold up the check with the fucking smile. You better fucking give me a regular check and I walk out of there with a ski mask on and security to the safety of a private parking lot because there's no way in hell you're releasing my name in the news after hitting the lotto. That's a fucking, why would you do that? Why would anyone want to be like, yo, tell everybody I hit the lotto. Put, put a photo of me on the news. Here's, here's a clean headshot. Where do I send, where do you send the check to? Here's my address. <laughs> tell everybody we're having a party at my place after hitting this shit. You're done. You're going to get robbed, stabbed. <laughs> They're going to break in your house in the middle of the night. Never, if you ever win the lotto, never put your face out there, let alone your name. All right, let's finish. Uh, they were destitute. According to the Tampa Bay Times, the couple spent heavily on a three-month trip to Vegas. Exactly. Not everybody is prepared to make lots of money. Think about that shit. All right? I think it's a requirement. It might be written on the ticket. The winner's circle coupons. Hey, man, all I'm saying is, like, there's nothing worse than a person that doesn't deserve to get money getting a whole lot of it, all right? Because they either do some irresponsible shit, they go do some evil shit, right? They ruin their entire lives because they weren't ready for it. Now, God, if you're listening, I'm ready for it. 
make it come my way so that I can stop going on this live stream. <laughs> That's when, you know, I hit it big, guys, when I just disappear from the live stream and I don't come back. Damn, man, he hasn't done a live stream in a year. Probably hit those numbers. Speaking of which, let's get to our sponsors. Let's get to the read, everybody. Ellie Venus is a health insurance agent and a subject matter expert in the world of health insurance. So use him as a resource. If you have questions, he has answers. The people he helps the most are those who do not have health insurance because they believe it to be unaffordable or they didn't hit the lotto to afford it. <laughs> and those who do have health insurance are and are complaining about how much it costs. He can help anyone anywhere with anything regarding the health insurance. So call him today. Ellie Venus, 305-335-3944. That's E-L-I-U dot B-I-N-A-S at ushadvisors.com. Thank you, L.U. All right, moving on. Uh, let's see what I missed. Bike says, uh, I think it's a requirement. I've written on the ticket. It happens all the time. Teachers are paid peanuts while athletes get paid millions. We care more about entertainment than education. Well, what brings in more money? Right? The entertainment brings in more money than the education because education is a choice. Entertainment is passive. Oh, Oh, shit. You guys, caught, you guys caught that wisdom? Education is a passive, I mean, is a, is a choice. Entertainment is passive. You're going to be entertained one way or another. Have you ever tried having an educated conversation with everybody? Not a, not a lot of people are going to enjoy that. <laughs> They're going to call you a buzzkill. Manny, we're trying to get high. Can you please shut the fuck up? <laughs> we don't want to hear it, Okay. Um, what's up, Nick? What's up, Hernando? We're here talking about how much money do you need in your life? What's the specific amount of money that you're expecting in your life? Put it on the chat. All right. So like I was saying, man, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than the wrong person getting a lot of money. Um, look at your managers, for example, they get paid more than you an hour, right? They're the worst people that you've ever met. Boston shouting orders, thinking you got to do everything. That's that money, you know? You're getting paid 15 an hour. They're getting paid 20 an hour. Now they're walking around the office with their chest puffed up for a $5 an hour difference. The person has something in his mind or her mind, because most of my bosses were the ladies, right? And they think they're just better than you because they make a little bit more and they start talking to you differently, okay? Or even worse, somebody that got a lot of wealth and, doesn't, and didn't do anything for it. It was all inherited because I think those are the two kinds of people that are like very wealthy. It's either you got it very easy right? And then you think that everything is supposed to be easy, like anything that's an inconvenience, you get mad at, right? Like the people that make a lot of money, they think like the little nuances, like they get fucking, what do you mean you don't have that in the menu? I came here specifically to eat this fish and you don't have the fish, right? (laughs) That kind of attitude. (laughs) Bring me the chef. You know who I am? I own an oil company. Or It's those people that got wealthy, but they did a lot of work and now they're extremely capitalistic. So now in order for you to make a buck, you got to do three times the work before they they give it to you. Right. Have you ever met those kind of greedy, right? They think no one deserves money because they didn't work hard enough for it. Oh, you should have seen me back in my day to make a buck. Had to walk 20 miles. You walked on the way to the bar over here. I'm not impressed. You expect a tip, right? This is the two, the, the, the two uh, sides of it. Been there since, uh, been here since March, 2020. That's what's up, BFL. <laughs> the Lucky Sperm Club. Yeah. 
hey man that's just what it is people people that don't have the psychology for money but make a lot of money go out into the world and then they start acting a certain way right very belligerent rude very in their feelings because they think like the world is supposed to serve them because i'm lucky and i made the money right but the people that like did the right thing, got the money. There's a certain kind of wisdom that came from that. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think asking yourself, how much do you want to make in your lifetime can kind of give you that understanding a little bit better. I'm just saying, all right. I'm just saying, uh, do you know who I am? No, good. Because I ain't playing, I ain't paying this check. I'm broke. <laughs> good. You don't want to know because you're going to be really upset on how much tip I'm leaving you. Yeah, man. So you got to have a plan. You know, so I, I wonder if there's like, uh, you know, like how money is always like rotating. Like, I don't want to have too little of it and I don't want to have too much of it. I just want to find that sweet spot where it's enough. Right. Where I'm just getting drunk in a beach somewhere and I'm like, thank God I got the, fr-. you know what it is? It's freedom. I think we all want our own freedom in, our, in one way or another. We all want that kind like what's freedom for you is different than what's freedom for me. Right. But the fact that we can enjoy what we consider freedom, I think that's what money really does give us, man. But the thing is, I don't want to have too little of it where I don't have enough. And I don't want to have too much of it that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with it. Right. So then, like, I give it off to charity when I die or something like that. And then, like, then some asshole gets my money because I gave it to some random charity. Right. (laughs) That guy's a real asshole. Where did he get his money from? Somebody donated his money to some charity and that kid got it all. (laughs) In the eyes of an angel. And sometimes I feel like if I have too much money, like where does all the money go? Like, do you ever wonder when a missile gets launched, like to another country that maybe you feel like, oh man, you know, I wonder if like those toothbrushes I bought at a CVS funded that missile. You guys ever wonder that? Or is that just me? Right. Do you ever see like, like evil things being done with money. And then you wonder if you went somewhere and you bought a cheeseburger and the dollar seven in taxes went to that. (laughs) I hope it wasn't my dollar and seven cents that funded that thing. That's horrible. Uh, Makes, makes money, make money work for you, not work for money. Oh, that is so cliche. What does it mean when someone says make money work for you? Like you just line up your money, be like, all right, Ben Franklin. I need you to go out there and uh, count the other Ben Franklins in line. Send me an email. (laughs) As per my last email, Ben. Uh, No, I'm paranoid. What's up, Steph? Invest money. Yeah, I know, man. I'm joking. I'm I'm riffing here, man. I got to entertain people. Speaking of entertainment, you know, this is what I do. Because I I feel like having too much money will eventually... um, work against you, not just health wise or decision wise, or, you know, doing the wrong or right thing. But I also feel like if you have too much money, you could probably end up being a hoarder, right? Like if you don't, if you don't know what to do with the money you get, you might just start collecting shit for no reason. You ever thought of that? Like maybe like, that's probably why rich people always buy mansions because they never have enough space, right? So they just start collecting stuff. Like, why does 21 Savage need to have a 12-car garage? (laughs) Right? You would think that if somebody owned 12 cars, you'd be like, what the the fuck is wrong with you, man? And they're all leased. You got to get your priorities in order. 
But if you have a garage that fits all 12 cars, oh, then it's a little acceptable. Oh, now it's acceptable. You got a, you got 12 cars because you got a 12-car garage. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, you don't want to have one car and then you got 11 slots left. That just looks like, you know, your, your house is empty. So now you got to fill it up with shit, right? So you get yourself a 12-car garage and then you can take Instagram photos in front of it so you know it's double the investment. Not only can you drive with 12 different options, but you can also pose up on the gram. So there you go. That's your money working for you. <laughs> Giving you that clout. But I think that's why people get mansions when they get a lot of money because they then start hoarding shit. Oh, we got to get a pool. We got to get the floaties. Then we got to put the floaties somewhere. I also want to play tennis one time a year. Uh, we got to get a whole bunch of tennis equipment. Go ahead and put that in the attic. Then I got to have uh, you know a kid. Then I got to have a maid. Then I got to have a maid have her own room. And then her, and she's got to bring her shit in there. And then it's like, it, it's like we got to get a mansion. We got to get a mansion and live extravagant because there's not enough room for all this shit I'm about to buy that I don't need. <laughs> all I wanted was freedom. And as they say, the things you buy, or rather the things you own, end up owning you. So now I got to buy this big ass house and fill it up with the stuff I own. There you go. That's my philosophy for today, guys. Uh, I just need two cars, maybe three. Okay, four. It's never enough. That's why rich people have like 12 cars. They don't even drive them. True. Uh, it's called capitalism. I think capitalism's okay because capitalism allows things to, to grow by our own self-interest. Because like I believe if you follow your, if, if you follow your own self-interest and you're doing like cool shit that people can benefit from, that's how you get money in the first place. Like money, you get money because you're doing because something's working for other people. Right. So if you're doing good things for others and you're making money, then you're not really that bad. But then if you start getting greedy, then it, it becomes like this this whole different thing. Right. Because, look, if you're not doing cool shit for other people, you're not going to make a lot of money. That's just that's just, you know, facts. OK, so capitalism works in a way because it benefits people, but it's not direct. It's not direct benefits where it's like, I'm going to make this, sell it to you so that everybody benefits. Nobody can see that. But if you scale it, look at Tesla, right? He's out there. Like, I think somebody, I, I saw this on Twitter. It's like, man, Tesla out here inventing rockets instead of feeding the world. It's like, well, wait a second. Think about what you just said. Sure, you can feed the world directly, but that's a one-off, right? That's a one-off transaction. Like, if I feed the whole world, done. It got a meal. But if I send a rocket to Mars and then we establish a colony, we, we learn about science. We learn about planetary travel. Uh, if I do Starlink, everybody gets Wi-Fi. People can have a home in, in another planet. So it, it becomes like this multiplier effect that not everybody sees. You know what I mean? So capitalism works, but it's got to be in a way that uh, benefits the majority without it being too greedy. So you got to be careful, you know? Lil Wayne said, I got 10 bathrooms. I can see shit all day. That's the dream of those of us with digestive issues. <laughs> well, you see, I don't want to live like that, man. I don't want to live. I don't want to wake up and then worry about 10 toilets. You know what I mean? And I got to hire a management team <laughs> of plumbers to make sure these toilets are functioning properly. Like that's such a, that's such an awful thing to do. You know, oh, I, I, I need 10 bathrooms. We got to get a small team of people to make sure these bathrooms are clean. 
Um, no, but why they change fashion every three months to get you to buy the new TV, the new computer every six months. Yeah, so that's a good point right there, bikes of like uh, needs versus wants, right? Like what you're describing is like luxury things. But the, these, these, these uh, capitalistic efforts, they're not benefiting many. They're only benefiting a few. Right, because the people that buy these kinds of things that you're describing, they're they're kind of like and they're like status seekers, right? Like they want to have the latest thing to like be better than their friends. So like you're still you're still benefiting those people, but to what end? You know, to the end of them feeling better than others. That's like that's a, I mean, like if that's your business, fine. You know, every once in a while we got to flex, man. <laughs> what can I say? Financial flexing is a thing. Us animals slash humans we like a little flexing every once in a while you know what i'm saying uh that's what we do we do it every day on instagram we flex that we're on vacation you know what i I flexed yesterday for no reason i was driving up north in florida i heard that it was raining somebody's like yo man it's fucking pouring in miami man i'm like man i'm right here in bradenton florida it's sunshine there's a bridge in the distance and there's open water you know what i did i pulled my car over and was like yo what's up miami i heard it's raining Check me out. And I, I was like showing them the backdrop of the ocean and, and, the, and, the, uh, and the bridge, but I was really just pointing the camera at myself, like flexing that sunshine. <laughs> I don't even own sunshine. <laughs> and here I am flexing it like it's all mine. Oh, you see the sunshine and water? You see where I'm at? Living big, baby. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Uh, what's up, Justin? That's Miami luxury living. Exactly. What's up, Sarah? All right. This was a fun one. Thank you very much for tuning into the podcast, everybody. We do this every day-ish. Support the podcast. Go to miamicomedy.com slash podcast. Put a little something in the pot. All right. So we can continue to grow this show and reach the people of Miami and beyond. I'll see you guys tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Have a great day. Bye, everybody.